Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. I thank God for another day for blessing us to be in the land of the living one more time. God has been so good to us. He has He's done amazing. I thank Him for the snow. I thank Him for granting all of us traveling mercies. I've seen some flipovers. I've seen a fire on my road, but God has blessed us to still be on the road and driving safely. It is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. I just, I praise God. Every day is a blessing. Every day is a gift. There's nothing that we have that we earned from God. It's all a blessing. It is all a gift. And we need to honor it and cherish what God has given each and every one of us. Today, we're going to be talking about what you build your house with. Because there's a lot of things in the Bible, and it, it, it got my attention of what you can build and what it represents of what you build your house with, the temple of the living God. The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and we're supposed to build on the sure foundation of Jesus Christ. But how you build and what material you use to build makes a very big difference because the Bible says every man's work will be tried by the fire. So if you're building something out of paper, you know paper's not gonna withstand fire. As soon as the fire touches paper, it will be dis, uh, consumed. But you can go on up and we have a list of what the Bible says that it's for us to use to build our options. And that's in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 3, chap, chapter 3, verse 10 through 15. I'll be reading that. And then we got Isaiah 28, 16, 1 Timothy 6, 17 through 19, Job 23, 10, Psalm 66, 8 through 10, 1 Samuel 17, 40, and then verse 20. And the last one is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Let us pray. Let us rise. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for waking us up this morning in our right minds. Thank you, my Father, for all that you have done for us. Thank you for this opportunity to come together, my God, to worship you, to listen, to eat of the bread of life, to drink of that living water. My Father, don't let anything be said that's not supposed to be said, but let today be filled full of the precious Holy Ghost, that every word that is spoken will be spiritual. Let this seed fall upon good ground, and let us bring forth a hundredfold. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. In 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, beginning at the 10th verse, it says, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, 
I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let everyone take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build thereupon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. So when you begin to build, now if you build on another foundation, on the foundation of the world, none of that counts. That's not even worthy to be tried. But when you begin to build your building on the foundation of Jesus Christ, he said, I'm going to try your work. Not that God is trying to consume us because the fire of God, if he wanted to, there's nothing that it can't consume. They built the altar and he poured water upon it and they dug a trench and the fire came down from heaven and consumed the offering, the wood, the rocks, the dust, the water. There was nothing that the fire could not consume. But in this case, God is not saying I'm going to consume everything. He's saying I'm going to see how well your building stands. Not because he hates us, but he's ready to give us a reward and to show us something. Sometimes when you're a child and the child creates a picture or they create something, when they're little, you admire it. But when they get to be my age and they're still building the same thing they did, you're like, something's wrong. You should have progressed by now. You shouldn't have that same little cardboard boat that you did when you were little. You should have advanced. Your building should have been better. So when we are babes in Christ and we're doing our best and we're building our temple, God smiles, but then he reveals it. And he not to hurt us, but to let us know you're a little bit weak in this area. You need to strengthen this part of your building up. You need to put something here. Something is lacking in your life over here. You have too much of this. You need to get rid of some of that. That's what it tries. That's for our own good, for our own learning. But sometimes, and I'm going to read through these. It got my attention. Hopefully it gets yours the same way as it got mine. Some of these, when you build with it, they have two meanings, a good and a bad. And sometimes you can take the good and don't use it rightfully and it can become bad. Or you can take something that doesn't look so good and use it with something else and it can be perfect. Like let us say, for instance, wood. Wood burns. You can build anything. It has a good foundation. It's a good structure. It's strong. It can endure a lot, but it cannot go through the fire. But when they built the ark, and the, uh, for the burnt sacrifices, they made it with wood because of the structure that it had. But then they overlaid it with brass for durability to withstand all the fire that was on it. So sometimes when God gives you something, you need to add a little faith to it. When he blesses you, if you begin to add to what God has given you, you will end up with an undestructible house. Your temple of the living God will not be destructible. It's founded upon a rock. So even if you do lose something, your soul won't be lost. 
you just have to rebuild. You just have to redo it again. That lesson learned, let me reconstruct what I was doing. Let me build with something a little bit different. We're going to go to Isaiah 28, 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, he that believeth shall not make haste. And that stone is Jesus Christ. And Jesus was everything. He was both tried. He was that pure gold. He was that tree. He was that firmness. He was everything that you could possibly have in building a building. He is the sure foundation. He is that structure that we need in our lives. So when we have Jesus, he was the tree of life. He was the vine. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's that chief cornerstone. The Bible says in Psalms that he was tried like gold is tried. He was everything that he needed when he built his. And when the waves came and the winds blew, he wasn't worried. When he was in the ship and they thought they were gonna die, he wasn't worried. When he was hanging on the cross for you and I, he knew that he could endure to the end because his building was not gonna be moved. And that's the same way we can be if we build with the right material, we can have that same undestructible building. We're going to 1 Timothy 6, 17 through 19. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly as thing, all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. When you lay that good foundation, that is Jesus Christ. That is when you lay hold on eternal life. Now we're going to start getting into some of these things that he said you could build by. And the first thing we're going to go to is look at the word gold. The Bible says that you could build this, your building, your temple with gold. And now gold can be beaten. It can be purified. Gold is a very soft metal that can be easily molded and made. If you let God just mold you and make you without kicking and screaming, without putting up a fight, without thinking you know best, that is classified as gold. He can easily mold you. He can make you into what he wants you to be. He can put you through the fire and all it does is make you more pure. Every time you pass through the fire, you become more and more pure, more and more fit for the master's use. If you build with gold, it is a material that you can hammer as much as you want and it will not crack. You can beat it, you can burn it, and it only gets stronger and more valuable. If you build, which means no matter what temptations come your direction, no matter what God allows the devil to do to you in your life, you will withstand it and you will only get stronger and better and more purified and fit for the master's use. And when he sees that you are faithful over the little, guess what he said? I'm going to make you ruler over much. If you can handle what I give you now, if you can build with everything that I gave you, I'm going to give you more. I'm going to add to what you have. The Bible says he that had had more given and the one that didn't have had what he had taken away. If God has given you something, use it. Use it with courage. Use it. Let him easily mold you and make him. Let your life be like that goal. No matter what you go through, you come out better. You come out stronger. We're going to Job 23.10. But he knoweth the way that I take. 
when he had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. No matter how much God tries you, no matter what we go through, we come out pure, better and better every single time. The next material that, that he said we could build with is silver. Silver is not as valued as gold is, but there's something different about silver. Silver is the price of value of people. They priced Job, or not Job, Joseph, for 20 pieces of silver. They valued Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. When Abraham was going to bury his wife, he valued his wife and he bought the burying place for 400 shekels of silver. Everything that was valued was purchased with silver. If you value the word of God, you will value what God has given. And that's like building your house with silver. Silver can withstand the fire as well. It can be burned. It can be refined. You can take away all the dross. And the more you take away, the better the silver becomes. Silver can withstand the fire. It is used for and it also shiny. And the Bible says, let your light so shine that men will see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If you value the word of God and you are easily molded, you are both building with silver and gold and your house will not fall. It will be of value, the temple of the living God. The next one he says that you could build with is precious stone. The word precious means a present, a gift. God has given all of us a gift, every one of us. So if we build the temple of the Holy Ghost with the same gifts that God has given us, love and compassion and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, we will not be shaken when things happen. If we take a little bit of love and we take all of these gifts that God has given with us and we value them very much and we let God use us in any way that he wants to use us, our temple will not be shaken it will not be moved he said you could build and it's gonna be tried you're gonna go through the fire so when we begin to live for god we need to keep in mind we will get tried at one point in our life what are we building with are we using the gifts that god gave us or are we wrapping them in a napkin and burying them because we have no value for what god has given us we don't cherish what God has done for us. We don't value the, thing, the how God sent his son. We don't value the Holy Ghost that much. We don't value the gifts that he's given us if we just let it go. But when we use it, we show it, we value this. We value what you've done. We value you waking us up this morning so we can give you praise. A stone is a material that most construction people use. In the Bible, they use stones for a lot. They use stones for a well. When they would dig a well, they would put stone around it to keep it clean and the easy access for the bucket to go up and down. For you could draw water, which would quench your thirst. Stones are also used for foundation so that your building will be secured. Jesus said that he will classify you, that the one that is a doer of the word, as one that dug deep and found a rock and built his house upon that rock and the rains descended and the floods beat upon that house and it fell not because it was founded upon a rock your house is founded upon jesus christ it can't be moved jesus christ is that sure foundation is that tried cornerstone it cannot be moved and jesus said all that you have given me i won't lose none of them so when you stay with Jesus, your life is hid with Christ. You can build on this. You could build. But the Bible also said when, they, when you build an altar out of stone, 
It has to be whole stones. You can't cut the stone. You can't make it fit. Which means when you read the Bible, don't try to make the Bible fit what you want it to fit. Let you fit what the Bible says. Use whole stones. When you begin to build your foundation in your temple, use whole stones. Use the word of God as it is, not what you want it to be. Then people begin to start separating. Well, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do this part. That doesn't mean that. You could skip this. Don't do that. If it says it, use the whole stone. Build your altar so you can live a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. We're going to Psalm 66, 8 through 10. Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For thou, O God, hast proved us, and hast tried us as silver is tried. When your house is built upon that rock, no matter what you get tried with, you're not going to move. You're not going to fail. You need to be able to withstand some heat. You need to be able to withstand whatever that the Lord wants to put you through. Sometimes God will try you. Sometimes the devil wants to just kill you. And sometimes God says, go ahead, fight him. Because he knows that battle's only going to make him stronger. It's a good training. You cannot increase your power in the gym unless you go work out. And your strength stays basically the same unless you add more and more weights. Then you get stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger. Same way in spirituality, he don't want a weak soldier. And the only way to get us to be stronger is to put us through something. You guys want to be a good fighter, then you have to go fight. You want to strong that you want to be strong, then you gotta go work out. You wanna be fast and you gotta run. You want to endure to the end, you gotta have something really heavy. Everything that we need, God will let us go through, not to hurt us, but to make us stronger and fit for the master's use. And then when the devil says, I can get him, let me have him, he can say like he did Job, go ahead. But just spare his life. Whatever you want to do, I already know my soul has got this. He will win. He's founded on Jesus Christ, my son. He cannot lose. Go ahead, do whatever you want to do to spare his life. And we don't have to worry about it. When we see 10,000 falling on our side and thousands on that side, it won't come nigh us. We can be sure in Jesus Christ if we're building with the correct material. Precious stones. Then it goes on to say wood. Now wood is firm. Wood is strong. It can bend up to a certain amount before it breaks. A palm tree actually gets stronger the more it bends. The wind blows and that thing bends and gets up and it's stronger. And it blows again and it bends and it gets up and it's stronger. And every time the wind blows it over, it gets stronger and stronger. They, they don't fall. They can handle hurricanes, tornadoes, and high winds and they just stay there. How are you? When you begin to build with wood, they built the ark with wood because it's firm. If, you, if they would have built the ark with just pure gold, metal is soft. They wouldn't have been able to carry it. The staves would have been bending. They couldn't carry it like they needed to if it was only pure gold. So they used wood, and when they built it with wood, then God said, now overlay it with pure gold and overlay the altar with pure brass. And so when you begin to build with wood, wood is a good structure, but you have to add faith. You have to add value. You have to have love. You have to add these things. You cannot just have wood. You cannot just have a frame, and that's it. It because the frame will be burnt. It will not hold the fire. 
But if you add to the frame, and we are fitly framed together as the body of Christ, if you add what God has given you, you'll be able to stand the fire. If you just say, no, I'm just going to have the frame. I don't need to add love. I don't need to add anything. I don't need to add faith. Jesus got me. You're going to find out that when he tried you, that frame turned to ash. And you're going to have to redo it. You're going to have to build again. So then you stay in the same area because you're not learning yet how to build and he has to teach you how to build because you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He's not going to fill our temple with the Holy Ghost if our temple can be consumed because the Bible says that God is a consuming fire. So when the Holy Ghost comes in, it's going to burn up everything that can't stand the heat. So we need to take what God has given us and use everything he has given us and we will not be consumed. The next one is hay. And hay, this one got my attention. I never looked at hay in this manner. But hay, it stands for, it means a courtyard. I did not know hay meant a courtyard. But let me, now it makes perfect sense now. Hay won't stand by itself. You, could be, you can't build a house with hay. You have to have something to hold up the hay and then you can pile hay on it and you can make you a temporary shelter for the time being. But that's what a courtyard is. Now a courtyard is not a courtyard unless it is surrounded by the walls of a building. You take away the building, you have no more courtyard, you just have a yard. But if it's surrounded by a building, then it's classified as a courtyard. And that's what hay is. Hay is, if you can only serve God based on the people around you, you are building your building out of hay. You are not strong. You are not structural. You're not set. You are reliant and dependent on the people around you. So if God takes your mom or your dad or your loved one out of your life, you fall apart. Everything goes wrong. Because they took the people that you trusted out of your life. You were building with hay. And so when God says, well, it's time for this person to come home, your world falls all apart. Because now you are no more a courtyard. You're just an open field. You have nothing. But as long as they are there, you look good. People come and they're they like, oh, this is a beautiful courtyard. And they sit and they eat and they drink. And you look good. But you're relying on materialistic things. Therefore, you cannot stand. When God tries you and he moves something, you will crumble. You will fall apart because you built out of hay. You built your surroundings in the wrong place. Why did Job not fall? Because he didn't have his courtyard. He didn't have a hay building. He had his on the firm foundation. And when the devil moved everything that Job had, he still didn't lose his integrity. He held fast when his own wife said, why don't you curse God and die? He said, you talk like a foolish woman. He held on because he wasn't building out of hate. He didn't rely on the things that he had and the people around him. He relied on God. So don't let your walk with Christ be reliant on people or places or things. Yes, you can, you're supposed to be able to go to the leaders of the church if you have a problem. You're supposed to have somebody. The Bible says we are helpers one of another. But if somebody doesn't help you, don't let that destroy your whole world. If God sees fit that it's time to take somebody home, don't let that person have been your anchor and now you're lost. Rely on God. Let God be the center of your life. Let him be your walls around you because he'll never leave you. He'll never fail. He can't take himself away. And when he turns, you already know that his promises will never leave. 
So if he does hide his face from you, you know he's still there. You know he didn't go nowhere. He made a promise he wouldn't. So you could rely on that. Don't build your building out of, out of hay. It will be consumed. The next one is stubble. If you build your building with stubble, stubble means it is a stock after the ears were removed. Which means if you build and you serve God and then you think, you know, I know it all. I don't need to listen anymore because God talks to me this kind of way. So I don't need to listen to that person. I don't need to listen to this person. I know what God said. I can go. That's like building with stubble. You're not listening anymore. And God won't talk to you just directly by himself. He uses people, places, animals even to talk to you. So when you have shut your ears off, you're building with stubble. You no longer can hear. You can't grow. You can't learn anything if you can't hear. Everything comes to a standstill. Now you're just a stubble. You do not even fit to be used anymore. Don't build off a of stubble. Don't think you know enough because we don't. We can learn and study this Bible till the day Jesus calls us home and we have barely started to scratch the surface. There will never be enough time for us to learn the entire Bible. It's not. So never close your ears. I don't care if you know how to do something. If somebody says, you know, and they know how to do something, listen. You know, I've learned how to do this one thing so many different ways because I listen. And then sometimes it comes in handy because then I can't do it my way. Oh, I remember there's another way to do the same thing if you can't do it that way. Always listen. Never think you know enough. 1 Samuel 17, 40, and then verse 49. And he took his staff in his hand and chose some five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in the script. And his sting was in his hand, and he drew near the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slinged it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. And the stone sunk in his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. And that's what I was going to say when you're building with stones. Stones was also used for defense and to kill. So when you are building and you're ready for the defense and you're ready to defend the gospel and to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, you have to have the right stones. You can't just use any old kind of stone in a slingshot because they don't fly straight. You get one that is triangle or lopsided or, or crooked and it, it won't fly straight. I've tried several different rocks in my slingshots. And you have to find a good smooth stone if you want to have a more accurate shot. And so David, when he went, he already knew that. You got to find the good stones and he chose him out five smooth stones and he didn't have to worry because he already knew these will do it. When you choose Jesus, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He is that chief stone, and you have nothing to worry about. You can face any giant, any enemy, any obstacle, as long as you face it with Jesus, and you will not lose. You can be confident that you come against me with all of these kind of things, but I come against you in the name of the Lord, and you can be confident you won't lose. You will not lose. Don't let us build with hate. And don't let us build the stubble. Hay won't get us nowhere, and stubble won't get us nowhere. You see so many people, they go into church, and they're on fire for God, and they look really good, and they're, oh man, they are on fire. And then something happens, and all that fire is gone, because they rely on what they have. Let's not rely on what we have except for the Holy Ghost. We definitely can rely on the Holy Ghost. 
But if it's not of God, then it's not relying on me. Not families, not friends, not not in that kind of way. So it's time for somebody to go home like my mom and God says it's time for her to go home and my dad too and he takes them home and my whole world falls apart because I rely on them. We're not supposed to do that. Because the same Holy Ghost they have is still here for us. It's not like God took them home and then took the Holy Ghost too. He didn't do that. He took them home, but the Holy Ghost is still the same. It is still here. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. So rely on Jesus. Rely on the Holy Ghost. Rely on the promises of God, not anything else. Rely on God and you will be strong. You will be unstoppable. And if you do build it out of wood, add to it silver and gold, value and love and patience and kindness. And you will be unmovable. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We're going to open the altar if anyone needs prayer. Just come up.
my God, my Father, let our prayers, let our singing, let our preaching, let everything that we do be for your honor, for your glory. Don't let it be to be seen a man, but let it be for your honor. Let us lift you up that you will draw all men unto you, my God. Lord, my God, give us the strength that we need to stand. Give us the encouragement in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we begin to build the temple of the Holy Ghost, Lord, teach us how to build with what you have given us, God. Help us to value what you've done for us. Help us to value the gifts and the callings that you have given us, my God. Help us to meet it with faith, oh Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. My God bless us to build with gold in the name of Jesus, that we will be able to withstand the fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us, oh Lord God, to build with silver, to understand and to value that what you did is priceless, my God, and that there's no greater foundation than what you are, my God. Lord, bless us to build with the tree of life in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, my God. And if any one of us, oh Lord, is building out of hay or stumble, open our eyes and we may see in the name of Jesus that we will build a building that will withstand the fire and you can try us and we will come out here in the name of Jesus. You can let us go through anything and we will come out stronger. We will come out wiser. We will come out more pure fit for the master's use. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Lord God, teach us how to build, oh Lord God. Teach us how not to get off the foundation. My God, that you have already laid. Let us build upon the sure foundation of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, my Father, grant us all the things that we need. My Father, you said that we don't know how to pray, but the Spirit moans, and you make intercession for us. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. My God, remember Philip, yes, oh Lord God. Yes, Lord. You know what he needs. You know what his heart cries out. My God, you know how to get to the root of the problem, my God. And say it to him. Be still. Let his mind be calm. Let his soul be at ease. In the mighty name of Jesus, that he will know what to do. He will know how to do it. But most importantly, he will trust in you, my God. And knowing that you know what's best for him, you know what's best for all of us. You know what we need. You know what we want. You know the desires of our heart. My God, you know just what to do. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. 
My Father, I ask that you supply our every need according to your riches and glory, not for our goodness, but for thy great name's sake, O Lord. My Father, remember all the marriages, my God. Remember every family, Lord. Remember all the dads, my God. Remember all the mothers, O Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, remember all the marriages that are under attack, my God, that the devil wants to split up, Lord. My Father, fight for the marriages in the mighty name of Jesus, and let your will be done. You said what God is doing together, let no man put asunder in the name of Jesus. protect them, keep them in the name of Jesus. My Father, you said, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Teach every parent how to train their children in the way that they should go, not in the way that they want to go, but in the way that they should go. In the mighty name of Jesus, that your will will be done in our lives, that we will take hold of life eternal. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your will be done in our lives, my God. My Father, remember every leader of the churches, oh Lord God. Teach us how to lead a quiet and a peaceful life. Don't let it be that we do anything for filthy lucre's sake. But my God, teach us how to feed your people. Teach us how to lead your people. Give us the strength that we need to stand. Give us wisdom and understanding how to go in and out among your people. How to talk to your people Jesus. with love and compassion. How to draw them through love in the name of Jesus. Don't let us be out respect to persons. Don't let us be partial. Don't let us, my God, do anything, my God, that is not about you. In the name of Jesus, but every word that we speak, let it be with power from on high. Let it be of the Holy Ghost and not of the flesh. In Jesus' wonderful name, my Father, remember the congregations. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, bless us, keep us, give us ears to hear and understanding heart, my God. Lord, let us follow those that you have put in our lives. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name, Lord, keep us under the shadow of your wings. Keep us on the sure foundation. In Jesus' wonderful mighty name. Jesus' name. My God, remember Marco, Lord God. My Father, remember him as he goes to court, my God. Send your angels before him. Prepare the way for him, my God. Be in the courtroom. You said the heart of a king is in your hands. I know that the heart of the judge is in your hands. Nothing can be done without your permission. There's nothing that's too hard for you. 
My God, let justice be done. Let your will be done. In Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Wonderful, mighty name. My God, remember all of our brothers and sisters. Remember all of Javi's family. Remember all of our nieces and nephews, our aunts and our uncles. Remember our cousins. Remember our families, oh Lord God, in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Remember your saints everywhere. Gird us about with truth, my God. Teach us all how to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. In Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Lord, we thank you for these moments. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for letting us build upon your son. We thank you for setting a foundation for us. My God, keep us and strengthen us in Jesus' wonderful, mighty name. Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. Thank you, Jesus. My God, keep us with our minds stayed on you and our wills surrendered to you. Put our flesh under subjection to you, my God. Be the king of our life, our prince of peace, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we pray. received with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face always upon you. And may he forever keep you.